Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. I want to start out today with um, something that I experienced. This happened many years ago, quite a few years ago. Um, when I was really young, there was a mid-air collision where two airplanes crashed, in, crashed into one another and the the debris and all of everything else was scattered around for miles. Part of uh, one of the, I guess the smaller plane landed probably close to, well, didn't land. It just kind of broke up into bits and pieces with the biggest part of the fuselage landing in a, at a school probably about close to 10 miles away from where the initial crash happened. So the debris was just scattered about for many miles. It was a few, maybe uh, five or six years later, I believe. I'm not 100% because this, this has happened a while back. But I'm going to say five years. It could have been longer than that. Later, that one of my sisters and I, we were coming back from... From uh, We were coming back from the club and we got this great idea that we were going to go over there to the neighborhood where most of the devastation took place. It This particular thing took out neighborhoods. There were a lot of houses that were gone because of the collision. It took out quite a few. And we had tried to go there like a couple of years later to go and see, but we were still unable to get in. They still had parts of it blocked off and so on. So now this is about five years later and we're coming back from the club. It's probably like, I don't know, 2 a.m., something like that. And we get the bright idea. Let's just go and take a look. Let's go drive through that neighborhood now and see because by now the houses should be rebuilt and stuff like that. So we went over there and we were driving through and there were still empty spaces in the neighborhood where houses were still not rebuilt. I can't say how many there were. Um, There were a few as well as there were still some remnants of that yellow don't cross, you know, uh, plastic stuff that the police set up to cordon off certain things. There were still remnants of that in certain areas. It was pretty, you know, it was dark and it was very quiet. It was a little eerie, but we just felt all brave for whatever reason. And all of a sudden, and we were driving pretty slow because we were just like cruising the neighborhood. And all of a sudden, the radio in the car goes off for no reason. Now, this was not an old car. This was a new car. But the radio decides to turn off. And then my sister got kind of freaked out. She was like, whoa, what's happening? We got to get out of here. And I said, no, just stop the car. Maybe it's the antenna. Because I just wanted to get out of the car for a moment to see if I could feel anything. So I stepped out and I just messed with the antenna, even though I knew that's not what the problem was. And then I got back in 
And I was like, okay, put the radio back on now. And for whatever reason, the radio came back on. So then she was like, okay, after that. So we started driving around some more. And then the car died. Yeah, we're driving around slowly. And the car just decides to die. This would have been more possible with an old car back in the day when cars had carburetors. They were known for dying like if you were at a certain angle. Sometimes if you were like at an upwards tilt, it might die and this and that because of the carburetor wasn't getting enough fuel and so on. But this was a new car, was fuel injected, no carburetor, and it just decides to conk out on us like that. So the car dies, the radio goes off, and now she's really, really scared to the point where I felt like she was getting ready to get out of the car and just take off running. And she was driving, okay? So I was like, well, just put it in park, start it up. But by now I'm starting to feel like, what's causing this? We never had this problem. First the dark radio goes out, now the car comes out. There is a reason for this, but we weren't going to, you know, have a conversation about it at that moment and speculate what could be causing this stuff. So she finally got it started and she was all, F this, we're leaving. So we got out of the neighborhood and we spoke about it. We still from time to time, like what happened? What caused that? Well, there was some sort of activity there that caused this to happen and I always and this is even when I was growing up I always heard that when things happened with electricity like interference with electricity and certain other things like you know I told about the camera batteries I kept putting new batteries in this camera and they would just die I could take maybe one picture and then the battery would die only in a certain location. So I believe it was one of those kind of things. The thing that I want to say about this particular area is, and I I, um, touched upon it last year, but there was someone who was there in one of the houses when this occurred, who was never found. This person was never found recovered. So as far as I know, the biggest part of the commercial liner that fell into the neighborhood just plowed into this house so bad that it must have, it must have like pushed this person down beyond the flooring beyond like any, whatever the foundation was. And maybe somehow just disintegrated this individual. I don't have any other explanation for how this could be possible. Because the story was that this was on Labor Day weekend that this happened. And this person was at home preparing food for the barbecue that was going to take place later that day. So a couple of the other family members went over to the market to go and get some things that they were going to need later. So this person is at home making whatever, preparing stuff. And when this occurred, 
That was one of the houses that was just completely demolished. And that person was never found. I don't know. To me, I mean, I even know that um, in extreme heat, there are still things, there are still remnants found of people's, at, at least their bones. But here, there's nothing. So I don't know what could have caused that to just totally disintegrate. That's what had to have happened. I knew someone who used to work at a place where they, um, it was like a mortuary where they had the ovens where, you know, people wanted to be cremated and they would do this. And this person told me that just because the heat's so high, the majority of it will turn to ashes. But there are always some bigger pieces left behind. And with those things, you have to put them in this type of machine that will pulverize the rest of it. So that's why I'm thinking, I don't care what happened. I mean, as far as high heat, as far as this being pushed down into the ground, what, where did this person go? How could this person have just vanished with nothing, no trace? So it's because of things like this that I know that there is activity that's happening in that neighborhood. I know there is. There, to say that, oh, no, um, nothing has ever happened, there's no activity, that would just be... Uh, like denial you you would have to be in denial because when things like that happen so fast and when people die so fast when the destruction comes so fast there is going to be activity even from maybe people who passed later, but because of this, what happened? There's still going to be activity because of the trauma. And just because it's been so many years ago or so many decades ago that this happened doesn't mean that this is ever going to go away. Maybe some people, they don't feel anything But then you've got people who are sensitive, who are going to feel a lot of things, who are going to have a lot of encounters, and they're going to feel a lot of activity, as well as even a lot of people who don't believe in these type of things, I know personally, who would not move there. I said, well, you are a, you're a beyond skeptic. So would you move into this area as well as would you have moved into the the house where Sharon Tate was murdered? Would you have moved into the, the Valeska house? These type of things. And these people say no. So my question is, well, if you don't believe in any of this, if you don't believe that this stuff exists, then why not? See, because somewhere in the back of their minds, 
there is a little bit of, well, you never know. And this thing, from what we saw, and this is years after, it was, it devastated the neighborhood. And even houses like down like around a couple of blocks and here and they here and there it was kind of like a checkerboard you know where it would be three houses wiped out here one house back over there a couple blocks away and and things like that so i know that there's activity there and we felt it we experienced it because that's what happened to us i haven't been back there ever since that one night that we went there and this is probably like probably like in 1992 or something like that this has been a long time ago but i would really like to go there even in the daytime as a matter of fact um I hesitate on asking anyone any questions or things like this because I don't know who lost someone in that horrible accident. So I don't know if I would be able to approach any of the people living in that area. I would not want to reopen an old old wound. You know, I... um, I really don't want to do that. But I am just very, very curious as well. Now, it's not only my nosiness, my curiosity, but it's uh, also, it's concerning. Because these things can escalate. And even if you got someone in there who may be a, a dabbler If you got someone in there or a group in there who they are um, investigators, but they don't really know how to go about it properly and things like this, people who may be in communication unknowing that what they may be communicating with, these are all things of concern. To me, anyways. So I just wanted to start out with that and just, you know, go a, a little bit in to depth about um, the kind of things that these can bring with them. There was something else that happened also in LA County earlier. This happened, man, I, I was a kid. I don't really know all the details but I think okay I'm gonna have to read more about this one before I tell you guys because I might be full of it I might be thinking about something else I know that there was a mid-air collision though um in LA years ago like before I was born and I talked I spoke about that before there were um Well, it was just carnage all over the place. It was really horrible. My my dad was telling me about it, and he said he was showing me the areas one time where it had happened and where they had found, oh, yeah, the planes, you know, there were bits and pieces over here, 
and they found remains all over the place. And he was just showing me one day and there was a gas station that was on one of the corners at the time. It's no longer there. But uh, he said, he had a gas station right there. He said it was about um, a month or so later, maybe a little longer after that midair collision. He said, and there was like a horrible smell coming around that area. And they went up there and they found uh, remains of some bodies up there on top of that gas station area, whatever. So that is, that is very, very disturbing as well as I know that there is activity in that area also. Even though it happened, it probably happened like, I don't know, 1961 maybe or something like that. Maybe before that. But just because it's happened a long time ago doesn't mean that those those things are going to go away. It doesn't mean that that activity is going to lesson or anything like that because I'm going to tell you there are no houses there it's not a residential area where this happened but it's on a two major streets busy streets where they intersect and I know that Some of the businesses that are there have got to experience things once in a while. I have never talked to anyone over there or anything like that. I am not in those, the two areas I just mentioned, I am not in those areas. But um, I would really at least like to go and kind of like walk around there and see if I get any anything. As a matter of fact, um, it's in the area, kind of. It's in the vicinity where Victoria Kennedy is because she is in LA County. So I could set up an arrangement and go out there and we could actually go and walk around and um, see if we can gather anything. But those are two areas that are very, I mean, I'm, I'm very curious about them. And I would like to go and take a look, especially now. Boy, that would be great if we could go there like next month. But um, we have other plans to go somewhere else next month around the full moon. But I would, um, I'm, that's another place that I'm going to see if we can get out there. We could go to both of those places in the same day. And I know that probably right now at this time, this entire year, I know that these things have been becoming more intense, at least in the residential area. I know that it has to be accelerating. So... I'm going to um, look into that and see if I can get out there. Okay, why am I bringing this up? I really don't know. It just sounded interesting. I'm, I think these things are really interesting, but also because it concerns me. 
And one of the reasons, okay, I'm going to tell you, one of the reasons that it concerns me, now we're talking about the major highway where that one minute collision took place. Because you can see things, certain people, okay, can see things, sensitives, manifest, and it totally catches you by surprise. It pops out of nowhere. If you are in these areas and you are driving and you see something unnerving or just takes you by surprise, you can be at risk because it can cause an accident. What if you are driving, just driving along, and you think you see something and then you stop abruptly I mean, you can cause an accident. You can be in an accident. So that's why I'm concerned about these things. In the residential area as well, we already spoke about that. But when we're talking about on a, on a major highways like that where this happened, it concerns me because of these type of things. And it would also, now that I said this, it would also be something that I could look into about how treacherous that particular area is as far as uh, accidents and things like this. So that's something that I will also look into because I know that that could be a cause. People thinking that they see things and taking, you know, evasive maneuvers to not hit it or to stop suddenly, things like this. That is not out of the question. As a matter of fact, it's probably happening more than we could realize. Not only there, but in many places. People being startled and um, probably happens more than we would even believe. Okay. So now I want to get to something. These are about um, certain sightings. They're called cryptids. I really don't know what they are. When I hear the word cryptid, I think of like Sasquatch, something like that. But when I hear of, um, how can I, okay, like... um, Mothman. I I know I got people who call them cryptids and maybe it is, but I don't know if it's a cryptid. I tend to believe that maybe it's just something that kind of uh, came from a portal and maybe comes in and out and maybe just gets stuck here. Maybe it is just a cryptid. To me, a cryptid is Something like um, some sort of animal slash insect slash amoeba type of thing that is, um, we don't know what it is. That is more or less terrestrial, okay? Maybe it's from here, maybe it's from like places that people don't go to regularly maybe who knows what's out there in the in the backwoods in the middle of nowhere I could be wrong in my thinking but when I think of 
different types of entities coming through portals. I don't think of them as being cryptids. That's just my own interpretation. It doesn't mean and that that's exactly how it is and that's carved in stone. No, that's just my interpretation. So anyhow, a lot of people seem to see these things after dark. Why is that? Because I think they're more noticeable at night than they would be in the daytime. And if you see something lurking about in the daytime, walking around, you really don't pay as much attention. So, um, these people were driving home. It was about 3 a.m. Once they turned down the street, they saw this tall skinny thing they say it was like a gray like a really light white gray color it didn't have any hair it didn't look to have any hair they saw this thing walking in between houses like there were two houses as they turned into their neighborhood And this thing was walking in between two houses. Now, this thing was so skinny and said to be hunched over a little bit that they could actually make out the spine. So that tells me this thing was humanoid. And it was walking on two legs. So they both saw this thing. What was that? And why was it out there at 3 a.m.? Who knows? It's my personal belief that when you start encountering things at 3 a.m., while we all know what that means, it's usually from uh, darkness. I mean, from, it's usually demonic. But this thing didn't turn around, didn't approach them, didn't do anything. These people just saw this thing. One person seeing it, okay, but both people saw this thing. It scared them, and even to this day, they're still scared. I don't know, guys. I can only speak for myself. If I would see this It might have creeped me out a little bit, but I can't say that I'd be scared. Um, Maybe I wouldn't want to go walk my dog at that time of the morning, but I don't know if I would necessarily be scared. It wouldn't stop me from, if I was coming home from work at that time or whatever, I would still go to work. It wouldn't stop me. I might look for it, like, oh, if I see this creepy thing again, but I don't know if it would affect me like that. The other thing, okay, and I have heard about things that sound similar to this before. These tall, whitish things that 
they are humanoid as far as being bipedal and they have arms and of course these people could actually see a spine so that is sounds to me like human I can't even talk today a humanoid type of entity and that's not the only time I have heard of things like this matter of fact I've heard of similar things more than a few times in my life. I don't know what they are. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, and I know that I spoke about this last year, that, I don't know if you heard it or not, but I'm just going to tell it real quick. My dad, he is a nighttime person. He's that person who goes to the market. If the market's open till midnight or one in the morning or even 24 hours, he will be that person there like at 12 midnight at the market or Walmart or wherever. He is a night person. So he would walk over. It was about a block and a half away. And he'd walk over to this coffee shop that was open for 24 hours. And he'd go over there and he'd read his paper. And this is like after 1 a.m., So he'd walk on over, he'd read his paper, he'd get a cup of coffee, get his custard donut, and sit in there and just read, okay, and now he's done and he's going to walk on home. So he's walking home and he says all of a sudden there was something walking next to him and he looked and it was this tall, skinny thing. And he said, this thing was like skinny, like as a lamppost. He said the thing was just skinny. It was whitish and it was tall. My dad is like six foot two. This thing was taller than my dad. He said it made him feel like a a little boy. And the thing knew his name. The thing said, how are you doing, John? And my dad said, motherfucker, okay. He said that in his mind. He didn't say it out loud. And he said, one of his hands, he put it in his pocket and he felt his keys in his pocket and he started turning the key around and around. For some reason, he told me this part of the story. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but somehow that fit into his story. He said, I I just had that key in my hand, turned it around and around. And he said that, They had some sort of light, little, meaningless conversation. And that thing walked my dad all the way up to the gate. So my dad goes in the gate. He goes up, puts his key in the door, opens the door, steps inside. He is like, what was that? So he gathers his thoughts, goes back outside, goes out the gate, looks up and down the street. This street was very long. You had to cross kind of not a major busy intersection, but it was kind of like a a big street. You could see. You could stand out there and look left and right, look across the street, And there was nothing blocking your view. You could see for a very long way. He said that thing was nowhere. 
That thing knew his name. That thing walked him home. To this day, we don't know what that was. But the description fits. And I was like, you know, every once in a while I mess around with them with my dad and I say, you were probably drunk. You weren't at the coffee shop. You were probably at the at the bar. And he was like, I was at the coffee shop. I was drinking my coffee. This thing appears out of nowhere. Yeah. And the worst part of all is it knew his name. That was the worst part of all. And he said that he, as he looked at it, and he's like, I'm trying to get like a, a good glimpse of this thing. He's like, I didn't want to stare. But he said it, it's almost like it was white. It didn't have any distinct features. There, it was like a hazy He couldn't make out a a nose, a mouth, anything like that. He said it was kind of hazy. So um, the only thing I can think of is he had some sort of encounter with an alien from somewhere. That's the only thing I can gather. I told him, maybe you had an encounter with an alien. He's like, oh, no, it was no alien because my dad doesn't believe in aliens or anything like that. But it fits the description. The other thing that I want to talk about are these cat things that are being reported. People have been reporting seeing these things that kind of looks like a cat, but kind of looks like a human. So it's a cat that moves like a human. The way that people have reported these things, they have been crouching. They haven't necessarily seen these things walking. But whenever these things have been reported, somebody sees them and they look and this thing is crouching. And the first thing that they think is this thing's a cat. They say it looks like a cat. It's kind of crouching though, like a human. And the face is not a cat. The face is grotesque, but it is kind of like a human face. This has been reported more than once and it's been reported from many different states. It's been reported in California, in Oklahoma, in Texas, and other states. It's not just happening in one area and not just in backwoods places. It's just in regular neighborhoods. People have seen these things in the evening at nighttime. There have been no reports yet of broad daylight sightings of these things. But all of them have been the same description. They have this grotesque, kind of misshapen, but human-looking face. 
I, I, um, I have many, many different ideas what this may be. I mean, I have a lot of different ideas of what this may be. I will um, get into those later. But one of the things that I would like to mention before I close out is there is a lot of experimentation that takes place. This is nothing new. This has been happening for eons. There have been experiments with human DNA and certain animal DNA as well. This is a known fact. There, there have been chimeras dating back to whatever you would call Greek mythology days, to Roman mythology. There has been experimentation. These things could, I'm not saying they are, but they could be a result of some of that. Because what's going to happen? What's going, these things are always going to get away at some point. There's always a couple of things that escape, just like when you see these movies about how they're splicing into certain viruses and bacterias and somehow this escapes or somebody drops a vial of that and then it escapes into the atmosphere. Well, this type of thing is totally possible. And these type of things could, I'm not saying that they are, but they could very well be a result of experimentation. There are other things, though, that these could also be. I'm running out of time here to go into the others, but I will tomorrow. But that's just one of the things that I believe is a possibility. And if you don't believe that there has been experimentation going on and tampering with the DNA of different types of animals and people and the existence of chimeras, you might want to read about Dr. Mengele and see the types of experiments that he was into, for starters. There are many more who have done this. Yeah, read about him. You can just do a little quick skim about the things that he was involved in. Dr. Mengele. All right, guys. um, I will be back tomorrow, hopefully, and get a little bit more into what I believe that these things could be they're being seen just in too many different places for this that when it's just not a oh one-time deal there there's definitely something going on out there something that is uh, very very interesting to me i hope it's interesting to you as well all right so i will be back hopefully tomorrow and talk about it a little more tomorrow being the first day of fall it actually will be 12 21 p.m 
tomorrow. I even like to, um, not only the date, but the time that fall occurs. There are a lot of twos in that. You have um, September 22nd, okay, 2021, and it officially starts at, yeah, I mean, do do the numbers, okay? I'm telling you, it's going to be interesting. Anyways, see you guys later. And I will get into something that is a little disturbing on the creepy side. Ciao.